It's a thankful Thursday here on Declare Victory. Good morning. This is your host, Prosperous Pam. Is there anyone on the line who would like to say good morning? Yes, good morning, Prosperous Pam. It's great for Deborah Evans. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the Claire Victory. Is there anyone on the call who would like to say good morning? Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Who's that? <laughs> it's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. I thought that was you. God yeah, bless you. Grateful. God bless, God bless you. you. Good morning. You too. Good morning. And your daughter is doing amazing as well. Thank you. Praise God. Yes. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is great and greatly to be praised. Good morning. This is uh, Prosperous Pam here on Declare Victory. Is there anyone else who's joined the call who'd like to say good morning? He is so great. The earth is his footstool. Hallelujah. Welcome. Thankful Thursday here on Declare Victory. Is there anyone else who's dialed in who'd like to say good morning? This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. Is there anyone who's joined the call who would like to say good morning? This is Declare Victory. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. It's Kind Kim. Happy, thankful Thursday. God bless everybody. Good morning, Kind Kim. Happy, thankful Thursday to you, too. Always great to hear your sound. Thank you so much, Blessing. Likewise, beautiful. Uh, God bless you. Is there anyone else who's called in who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Welcome to the call. Happy Thankful Thursday. Thank you. Good morning. Is anyone else dialed in who'd like to say hello? It is a thankful Thursday here on Declare Victory. Is anyone else dialed in who'd like to say good morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone joined who'd like to say good morning?
Is there anyone else who's joined the call? This is Declare Victory. Who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Prosperous. Good morning, Declare Victory. Happy Thankful Thursday for this is the day. We shall rejoice. We shall, we shall, we shall, for he is good. Have a great day, everyone. Good morning, Rochelle. Yes, he is so, so good. He's amazing, God. Thank you for um, doing everything that you do for the call, Rochelle. Has anyone else called in who'd like to say good morning? This is a thankful Thursday here on Declare Victory. We are victorious in the name of Jesus. Welcome to the call. Is anyone dialed in who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. My sister, I love you. God bless you. Good morning, Pam. This is Sister Didi. I love you. Thank you for being so joyful this morning. I'm just thankful, like you said. We're blessed to have breath. Good morning. Yes, we are. I love you, Sister Didi. Hug my mama. Happy belated birthday to mom. Thank you, sweetie Didi. Has anyone else dialed in who would like to say good morning? This is Declare Victory. Hello, hello. Good morning. This is Moxie. Happy Thursday. Hey, good morning, Prosperous. Good morning, Moxie. Okay, we can begin because Moxie is here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good morning, sister. No, I'm not Welcome praying. to the call. I'm, I'm not the prayer warrior this morning. I know. I was kind of joking about you being here. Like, oh, anyway, my it was bad. A, it, was, it, was a, it was a joke. I love it was you. Sorry. <laughs> I love you, too. Love you, too. No. Um, always great to hear your sound, Moxie. All right. It is time to get started with the call. So if we, before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Prosperous Pam, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, excuse me, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to dial to call in during the month of November, where our monthly theme is entitled Leadership. Each declarer will focus on how leadership plays a vital role in planning, sowing, and reaping God's desires for us within the work we do for him. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. There were no prayer requests submitted um, on the app or no spoken prayer requests. 
the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. The declaration will be brought by Geraldine. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. The declaration will be brought by Geraldine. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Hebrews 13:7. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning. Um, let's take this time. I know for those who are already joined and that are listening, that you woke up this morning, when you opened your eyes, you said, thank you, Lord, for a new day. Thank you for your new mercies and your grace, your unmerited favor for a new day. And with that, we rest in just that, giving him thanks. Selah. Alpha Father, thank you for being our Father. Thank you for the plans that you have for us. Thank you for waking us up this morning for another opportunity to live this life, oh God, live it in fullness and wholeness, oh God. Lord, we thank you as we start our day that we will seek you with our whole heart, that we will draw near to you as you draw near to us. Lord, we will seek you and find you when we search for transcribed with our whole Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you, O God, for being omnipresent. We thank you for being omniscient. We thank you for being omnipotent. We thank you for being omnipresent. Lord, we thank you. You're everywhere at the same time. You are our supreme, faithful, unfailing, unlimited love. Lord, you are God, and we bless your holy name. Thank you, O God, as we prepare to go about our day, O God, that we will continue to seek you that you may be found, that we will call on you while you are near, O God. Lord, we will consult you in every situation today. We will yield before we make decisions. We will yield before we say anything. Lord, we will yield ourselves and our flesh before we do anything that is unjust, that is unrighteous, that is unholy. Lord, we do it because you are our Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. Thank you, O God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your birth, your life. Hallelujah. You're walking the earth, O God, that you covered up your deity to show us that we can do it. You were our supreme example. We have no excuse. 
We may have one, but we're not excused. Lord, you did it all. You died on the cross for us. And you came back, oh God, and took the sting out of death, oh God. That you came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. That doesn't mean just living day to day. That means living in the fullness of life. Lord, I pray that we put you first in everything that we do so we can experience the abundance of life. We thank you that this, the promises that you've given us are not just for us, but it's for our families and the ones that are connected to us. And as we go out each day, oh God, to do life, oh God, we will speak life into those that are walking in darkness, who have given up hope, who think that there's just no other way. But Lord, I pray that we are introducing you, Jesus Christ, who is the truth, the way, and life. And there's no other way to get to the Father but by you. So they have to know you. They have to receive you. Lord, I pray that they want to know you. I pray that we're walking and being the light that we need to be in the earth, that we're being the salt, the flavor, the earth, oh God that our lives are being living epistles of showing what it is to live for Christ and how joyful it is and how happy, oh God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, even in the midst of all the things that's going on worldwide, oh God, Lord, you say whatever it is, whoever it is, why it happened, it doesn't matter. Pray about everything. Pray without ceasing. Your word tells us the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So that tells us when we begin to pray, Lord, you hear and action takes place because you are God. So, Lord, we stand in the confidence of who you are. We stand in the confidence, as my sister says, all the time, that we don't have to worry, we don't have to fret about anything that we can give it to you, that you are a near and present help at all times. The word tells us in times of trouble, but we know that there's trouble on every side. You didn't hide that from us, that we'll have trials and tribulations, but you came, oh God, that we are more than conquerors, Lord, that we can conquer this thing called life. Because you did it for us, oh God. Lord, we thank you. I'm grateful, oh God, to be an heir to the promise and a joint heir to Jesus Christ. I thank you that even when things don't look like they're lining up, I have hope in the goal and in the, in the promises that you promised me that you'll be there, that I don't have to worry, that I can cast my cares on you because you care for me. I make it personal. You do it for all of us, but I make it personal, God, and that's what keeps me going, just to bask in your presence, to call in your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Spirit shows up. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for all the prayer requests that may have uh they wanted to submit or wanted to say the 
ones that constantly ask for the prayers, hopefully they didn't ask because you have answered them. And if you haven't answered, that they have faith that you will. So, Lord, thank you. Mm. Thank you, oh, God, that you're so kind and just, that you provide everything that we need. Thank you for the peaceful rest that we have and the shelter that we dwell in, oh, God. Thank you for the angels that encamp around about our dwelling places and our cars and our jobs and everything, oh, God. And even for the ones that are unhoused, oh, God, there's even angels dispatching around where they are to keep them safe. Lord, I pray that they acknowledge you as they're out in the elements, oh, God that those who want their situation to be changed, that they will call on you and know that you are just God to answer. So, Lord, in this, we take confidence, O oh God, that every petition that we put before you, that you'll answer, whether it be yes or amen. We stand still and see your salvation, O oh God, that you'll do it. Lord, we're joyful today. We're not going to be sorrowful. We're going to thank you in all that we do as we take our phones off mute and give him the thanks that he's worthy of. Thank you that you count us worthy. Thank you that you died because we are worthy. You did everything, Lord. Lord, we bless your name, that you are high and lifted up. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. Have any bad stories today? The name that is above all names, Thank you. 
leadership development. This month is going to be as phenomenal because before the month is over, I believe that God is calling leaders right here in this room. For those of you that have been faithful to walk in this in the uh, call that God has called you to, this month will be the stamp of approval for many of you. I'm excited about today. Can you hear me okay, uh, Sister Rochelle? Can you hear me? Or Pam, either one. I just want to make sure that everything is coming out clear. You're clear. Amen. Thank you. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're asking you at this time, if you um, haven't looked down at your phone, to make sure that your phone is on mute so we can maintain the integrity of the call. I have a lot that the Lord just, I mean, was throwing it out there. Uh, just boom, 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 boom. Well, anyway, I am glad at this time in my life that God has really, from ever since we were um, in our pandemic mode, many of you stay faithful to the call and we're here. We, um, you know, just did some wonderful things. But we want to talk a little bit about leadership and I want you all to understand I don't know everything. God is still working out my soul's salvation. And I am doing it with fear and trembling. I don't know about you. I don't know how many times I'm like, God, are you, I, I, you know, why is it that we question God when he has given us assignments to do? Listen, the office or position of a leader that is what leadership is all about, to lead, to act an insistence of leading. Leadership molds individuals into teams. Listen, teamwork make the dream work. And on today and this month, this is our second day, and our powerful Pastor Dion on yesterday put it right out there. And it's nothing like everyone that is being connected on. If you miss a day, if you miss one uh, person on our call, you are missing the full meat of our theme. Amen. So good morning. Um, my scripture today, the uh, foundational scripture can be found at uh, Judges. I'm going to start at 6, Judges 6, and I will give you the scriptures. So I'm going to be moving. If uh, you would, get grab a pen, a piece of paper. There are some questions I'd like to ask of you. And if you would, please participate on today. This is and the message theme is the process of elimination, trimming of the troops, the call to leadership, to serve. Amen. That is our theme today. I know that's a lot, you know, the, the message from today, but as the Lord was giving it, I'm writing it down. I really appreciate the words. 
And I am um, a person that I I have just I love the word. I love going into the word. And so I'm going to give it the best way I can. Today, our uh, backdrop of our theme, I'm going to um, just deal a little bit. I, I, I saw this as I was going through any time that I minister here on Declare Victory. The Lord always takes me back to spiritual authority. Spiritual authority. I, my uh, dear sister Didi and I took this class together. And do you know, I have learned so much here in Declare Victory than any place I have ministered. And I've been about in here and there, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter how long you've been there. It's what have you accomplished while you've been there. Amen. But as I was reading on last evening, no unity, a body without authority of a head. Listen, there has to be a leader. We know that God is the Godhead. But on our in our earthly walk, there needs to be leaders. If you are developing, there are some that have were out in the field and maybe you got a couple of little knocks or bumps, lumps or bruises. Some of, uh, are, are dealing, as I was listening just briefly, about people, you know, dealing with past trauma, drama, confusion. But the Lord said, listen, all even back when he began and laid the foundations of the earth, there was some drama and there was trauma, but it was all according to his word. God is working towards recovering the oneness of the body. And this is from my book, uh, Spiritual Authority, Watchman Knee. And that is just like the watchman on the wall. That's, that's it, the gentleman's name. And knee is N-E-E. Okay, so if you want to get this book, I would suggest anyone that is in leadership to just, I mean, put it to your, add it to your uh, books because it really has some good nuggets in there. And it uh, simply says, God is working towards recovering the ones of the body. That's oneness back into the body of Christ. But for this to be accomplished, there must be the life of the head, followed next by the authority of the head. Without the life of the head, there can be no body. And that's not one word. That's no body. Without the authority of the head, there can be no unity of the body. To maintain the oneness of the body, we must let the life of the head rule. God wishes us to obey his delegated authority as well as himself. All the members of the body should be subject to one another. When this is so, the body is one with itself and with the head 
as the authority, the head prevails. The will of God is done. Thus does the church become the kingdom of God. And again, that is read from uh, my spiritual authority, Watchman Nee, and it is page 24, if you have the book. Seriously, we as believers, every one of us have the capability to lead. If you have children, you lead your children, right? So God expects us to do the work that has been called. Don't sit back idle on your seat. If you know you got it, do it. Let's go to the word. I'm coming today from uh, the book of Judges, Judges 6. We'll talk about a familiar leader. This young man was an amazing man of God. He listened. And of course, like many of us, he walked in fear. And fear will paralyze you. Fear paralyzed. Okay? Also, fear is contagious. Listen, have you ever been in a room with somebody who was scared? Remember when they had um, the movie um, Carrie? I mean, it was just like a lot of blood, but it was still fearful. And because you knew that it was a movie, you still get afraid. If, if you are a person that loves scary movies. I talked about The Wizard of Oz. I love The Wizard of Oz because there were several characters there, especially the lion. He walked around. He was he had it, but he didn't have it. He said, if I only had the courage, he just wanted courage. How many of you all on this morning need some courage? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to go to the word. Oh, gracious and heavenly father, we thank you on today. I pray that this word would um, modify our lives. I pray that it would change us from glory to glory. I pray that the words will be sharper than any two-edged sword going in and cutting off anything, any fat that's left, any of the trimming of this process. This is a process of elimination. We're going to be trimming those things that will cause us to become paralyzed and not be able to do the work on the day. So God help me to break this word down where it will go so smooth that as the next person come in on tomorrow, that they will just slide us right on in and we will continue for for the month of November. This is uh, Gideon and the Midianites. The Midianites was a group of, I call them the Ike brothers. It was so many of them. They were called the Ike brothers. One of the, uh, the ministers, uh, he was so uh, amazing, Mr. Carey, uh, Pastor Carey, he would uh, have all the right words. Again, the children of Israel forgot what the Lord had done. And I'm reading from my Clear Word Bible on today. And this is uh, Jude, uh, Jude 6, I'm at verse 1. Thank you. Again, the children of Israel forgot what the Lord had done. For them and did evil in his sight. So the Lord allowed the Midianites to overrun a large part of the country and oppress 
the children of Israel for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel and oppressive that many Israelites went to live in caves and mountain hideouts. That's where it all began. Let's go. Let's take another step. Go right on into um, verse 11. It's still in 6. This is where Gideon is engaged. Let me just tell you a little bit about Gideon. Gideon was chosen. Early one morning, the angel of the Lord took on the appearance of a man and sat on a rock under an oak tree on the property belonging to Josh, the Aberrant writes. Thereby, his son Gideon was threshing grain inside an old dug-out winepress to keep from being detected by the Midianites. The angel of the Lord said, Gideon, the Lord is with you. You're a brave and mighty man. This is what the angel of the Lord told Gideon. And you will see the various changes that Gideon, being called right at this point, and how he managed as a leader, even in fear, he managed to get the job done. Listen, there's work to do, saints of God. If you have a call on your life and you're still wondering, am I called? This is the month that you're going to break free and you're going to accept your call. You're going to walk in it. Even as I heard some on yesterday, some were explaining and, and, you know, the different things that happen on this call, it's a good place because this is a training ground. It's a place where you can get the soil, you can like sow a seed into the soil that is here and watch it flourish. It will produce a harvest in its season. Listen, I'll say to you, I've seen and heard many of you all on this call. And as I hear you now, oh, this the fragrance of leadership is on you. So what I want you to do is I want you to just go over, right on over. Now, of course, you know that uh, Gideon was startled, but saw what looked like a fellow Israelite. So he said, if the Lord is with us, then why has he, now listen, he's, he's questioning. He let the Midianites overrun our country. Isn't it just like us? Well, if we have Pastor Dion doing the work, this woman had a vision, and it was a group of, of ladies that had a vision, and those sisters sat down, and in that vision became more vision and more, and this line is thriving because out of it, as she was saying on yesterday, there's other ministries that have developed. Some people went on in and they have their online. There's uh, someone that may have came off mute. If you would just check your uh, phone to make sure that we 
maintaining the integrity of the call. Much appreciated. But Sir Gideon said, how can I save Israel? Listen, Gideon had to do a few things before anything was could happen. Gideon had to destroy the altar of Baal, built for Baal. Okay? And so what we're going to do, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. If you'll give me a second, I'm, you know, toggling and doing some things to make sure that we are getting the full understanding of what God is saying on today. Many of us have a call on our lives, and we must get busy doing the work that he called us to do. Let's see the backdrop of, of Gideon, because really, really, he was truly a called man. Truly. So as we um, start off with Gideon, and I pray this is not uh, boring you, but it will bring you some comfort to know that these, as a leader, you go through something in order to get to where you are able to lead. People have led all kinds of different ways. There's things that happen to them, and we don't want you to ever feel like you're out there alone. I'm sure that, uh, uh, as others have spoken about our leader here, that you can call. I know if I have a question I need to ask, there is people that are have been placed here. Rachelle is a wealth of knowledge. She has a wealth of knowledge. And if you ever need anything, we're they're just a phone call away. Let's get the background of Gideon. Gideon was the son of Josh from the tribe of Manasseh. It doesn't say, the Bible doesn't really say how old Gideon was, but he did serve for 40 years. He ruled. For 40 years and he died and he was old when he died. No matter how small, settled, weak, or doubtful we might feel, the story of Gideon teaches us that God doesn't see us the way we see ourselves. I just need you to listen at that because some of us, as I listened on, uh, just like I said, I was just back there listening because I wanted to be able to hear what is the Lord saying for a true leader. I went out uh, last week. I didn't realize that I would uh, be speaking it and didn't even know what the, the theme was, but the Lord allowed me a little nugget. Remember I told you he's always throwing nuggets out there for us and you know, if we are willing and obedient, we will be able to eat the good of the land. That's what I love about our God. He doesn't mind sharing with us. So he's not going to send you out there to be swallowed up. But as I'm out and about, I love thrift store shopping. And so I'm a thrift person. But this was a, a, a plaque. I saw it and I, I didn't get it. But I took a picture of it. It said leadership. It is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence. Do you know that there is leaders right here in this room that as Pastor Dion has 
I mean, talked hours and hours and the other different uh, leaders. And if I go on naming, I may miss somebody and I don't want to do that. But there is people that are here that have been equipped to do the work, even though we work in fear at times. He will patiently work with us and shape us. All we have to do is be willing to go in strength. We have taken on small steps forward at a time, even while we were afraid, and God will do the rest. So if we're feeling a bit like Gideon, how do uh, we follow in his footsteps to become faithful and strong leaders? Let's look at some of those small steps Gideon took so we can stop settling, deal with our doubts, and take action. It is time for us to take action. We don't have time to dilly-dally. We don't have time to major in the minor. If someone is ahead of you as a leader, it does not mean that they are pushing on all 99 cylinders. As some of us will, you know, we can strip uh, a person that have been in leadership for years and they're still developing as well. So as they lead, a leader must be a follower. And as we lead, we lead based on following after Christ. Decide not to settle. The angel of the Lord came and he sat beneath the great tree of Oprah, which belongs to Josh and the clan of Abazar. Gideon, son of uh, Josh, was threshing wheat at the winepress. We talked about that. And in Gideon's uh, time, the Midianites had been oppressed, oppressing the Israelites for years. They took their resources over and over again, leaving Gideon's people destitute. So although wheat was probably, uh, was usually threshed out in the open, allowing the wind to pick up any leftover grain or chaff, Gideon did it at the bottom of the wine press instead. A wine press was often a hole, uh, was often in a hole where no one could see. Gideon was hiding. He threshed wheat in the wine press so that the Midianites couldn't find him. God will give you a place to do what he called you to do, even in the face of your adversary. Many of us say, oh, yeah, you know, Satan, we want to use uh, Satan all the time. God, that's great. But he has given also us some weapons. Remember this, only what you do for Christ will last. It is not about you, but it is about the Christ that lives inside of you. And we are to let our light so shine that men might see our good works and glorify the Father. Someone should be looking at you and grabbing some nuggets from off of what God has deposited in you. But let's take a second to think about how we respond to conflict and difficulties in our lives. 
when faced with something that feels too big for uh, for you to handle, what do you do? Do you pretend like it's not there until it goes away? Try to give it to someone else. You know how someone offers you a, a position and um, <laughs> you you're like, no. In fact, some have taken positions and handed it off to someone else. And listen, when you pass off your what the Lord wants you to do, it might be that very thing that becomes and it goes viral. And how about that? Many people have started a job and someone else ended up having to take it over because some people walk away from what the responsibilities and they try to give it to someone else to take care of it. They get stressed out, angry, and try to take control. Just They just give it up. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't even feel like I'm worthy to do this. Many of us preach in fear. We walk in fear. We talk sometime in fear. But God said, this is the month we grow up in order to go up. You can't stay where you're at and say you're a leader and never leaving and going to face what God has for you to do. Let's listen what Gideon had to do. Gideon questioned God. He went there, y'all. He said, Gideon still had doubts in his mind and he said, this is, I'm reading from, um, like I said, the uh, clear word. So it may sound a little different. I'm at uh, six and 30, uh, 36 right now of uh, Jude. Gideon still, I mean, sorry, judges. Uh, Gideon still had doubt in his mind and said to the Lord, how can I fight against these well-armed Midianites? I'm not strong enough to save Israel. How do I know you'll be with me? So here, here we go. Tonight, I'm going to lay this piece of wool outside on the threshing floor. If by tomorrow morning the wool is wet and the ground is dry, then I'll know that you'll be with me. Sure enough, just like our God is, he ain't going to make you shame. He's going to do because he wants you to know that he is God and you're not. You can put your fleece out there, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you, you know, you large and in charge, right? The next morning, Gideon got up and he went out to see if the piece of wool was wet or dry. He noticed that the ground of the threshing floor was dry, but when he picked up the piece of wool and squeezed it, he got enough water from it to fill a small bowl. Isn't that just like our God? He, he, he leaves you with a sign. Oh, yeah. I heard you, and I'm here. As he thought about this, he decided that that wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough test. Now, how are you going to test God? This is how we do. But in our walk in this month, we're going to get it. We won't have no uh, near miss. We're not going to land on the runway skidding and, and tearing the tires off of the uh, airplane. We're going to get on the plane put our seatbelt on and ride 
and comfort, knowing that if God be for us, who can be against us? Not even the Midianites. Amen? Because there's some big giants. And I want to just leave this with you. Let your faith destroy the giant that is in front of you. Someone is dealing with a situation even on this morning. But God said, let your faith destroy, destroy that giant that is in front of you. Let's keep going. So here he is, and there is God, just like him. As he thought about this, he decided that it wasn't a good test because wool always absorbs moisture. Isn't it like us? Now we're going and analyzing. So, so he said, Lord, please don't be upset with me. Let me ask for one more sign. This time, make the ground around the wool wet and the piece of the wool totally dry. How many of you all know that the Lord did exactly that? Because guess what? Believe it or not, the truth is what the truth is. When we are ignorant and we don't know, this is the things we, but we're testing God, but God is really testing us to let you know. I've said I would never leave you and I would not forsake you. Gideon's force reduced to 300. Here, this is where it all takes place. So the backdrop to Judges was coming out of six of, uh, of Jude, I'm sorry, of Jude. I'm sorry, of Judges, forgive me. I don't know why my glasses, I'm on my senior moment right now, but we keep moving on. We're getting older, but better. Gideon is forced to reduce to 300. Gideon was given a job to do by the Lord. He, don't you know when God sent you to do a job? He's not going to send a boy to do a man's job. He won't send a, 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 a woman out there to be raveled by the wolves. Remember Dorothy and the Wizard Boss? She had a whole crew with her. And every one of them had something wrong with them. <laughs> Dorothy was lost. She she didn't even know how she got to where she was. The lion needed courage. The tin man, he needed a heart. And it was one other person. They were just trying to get to the wizard. And when they got there, they realized that the wizard was really the magician, the, uh, the man who was doing magic. And it's just like how we live our lives in a fairy tale, in a movie scene. It's so many people now, their lives is so messed up from daytime drama, the edge of night in the secret river, searching for tomorrow. When all he wants to do, God will give you an army to fight with you. He's not going to send you out there without your weapon. Early in the morning, Gideon, together with volunteers from different tribes, they pitched a camp at Harrod Springs. The Midianites were camped north of them in the valley below a hill called Moray. 
the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men. Listen, Gideon had 32,000 men to start with. That's a lot of a lot of people to fight an army, a battle, rather. This was the army that was chosen for him. But God still had to do some things. So let's see what Gideon had. When he calls you, God will also prep you. Amen. So let's pause for a moment. What do you do when you face difficult and conflict or challenge that feel beyond your ability to handle? How do you see settling in your life? How do you see it? How do you deal with doubt? So Gideon, like many of us, he had a charge. He had a charge to keep his hat and a God to glorify. Like many of us, we walk in fear. But fear only creates other, more drama scenes. So as we introduce, Gideon is uh, the battle that he was fighting was one of the uh, one of my favorite, and I know that others uh, will probably bring Gideon back at a, a couple of times because each person God is giving, like I said, those little nuggets, and I'm just giving you a little bit. This is one of the um, one of my favorites. Look at all of the stir and how Gideon was able. Only desperate odds ensure that the Lord gets the glory for giving the victory. Setting and preparing to engage the enemy. Jerubbaal, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and camped beside the spring of Herod. And the camp of Midian was on the north side of them by the hill of Moriah and in the valley. He started out with 32,000 troops who had answered the battle cry. Have you answered the battle cry? I'm asking you this this morning. Have you answered the battle cry that God has called you to? And he assembled to follow the leadership of Gideon. They were at least somewhat willing to enter into the battle against the terrible odds of 135,000. So they rose early and they showed their willingness to obey God to get things started. Amazing that God had rallied this many troops behind the leadership of Gideon. What an encouragement that must have been to him. These people were with him, ready to follow his directions. Probably not in an immediate view, the enemy was, was there. Let me tell you, there were two cuts. That's why I said we're trimming the process of elimination and trimming the troops. We're preparing you for the call of leadership. 
The two cuts to get Gideon's army down to desperate odds. The first cut is eliminating your doubters. Somebody in your backdrop, in your group, somewhere along the way, they are doubting, honey. There's many doubting Thomases in our lives. If you find somebody doubting, they may need to be in the elimination group. Faith in the Lord is in the essentials for victory. The problem, the situation is not outdone when you're uh, in desperate, in a desperate mode. And the Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many for me to give the medians into your hand. Least Israel became boastful, uh, saying, my own power has delivered me. The Lord's thinking is so different, saints of God, from our thinking. We would never fear having too many resources or too great of odds in our favor, and I'm just about through, because we need to get this army down, and there is the process of elimination. Our, our prosperity towards pride and self-confidence and boasting is so far greater than we can even imagine. Where do we become boastful, claiming my own power has delivered me? Maybe when we do well in a test. How many of you all, I, 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 I'm a poor, when it comes to testing, forget it. I, it, it, I, I don't care, I could study like all night. It's just, I have fear in testing. How many of you all walk in fear because today is the day we get rid of fear. Maybe when we do well, we've nailed it. Certainly, this is why some Christian athletes are always careful to verbalize their uh, reliance on the Lord, since the spectators want to give them hero status and all the credit. Never. People always are going. But in Judges 2, is one of the most important verses in the Bible for understanding God's principle for spiritual warfare. God is not interested in simply giving his people victory. He is concerned with teaching us trust in fact. If our victories make us self-reliant, they're ultimately more disastrous than defeat. So sometimes smaller is better. God says not many strong, not many wise, not many rich have been called. He loves to show his strength through our weakness. Yes. The test. Look for faith. That can be found at Deuteronomy 21 and 1, 4 through 8. Now, therefore comes, proclaim in the hearing of the people saying, whoever is afraid and trembling, let him return and depart from Mount Gilead. This is the ones that were left. And at that time, 22,000 left. They walked away, just like many of us. Remember, we talked about it. We talked about how um, fear can, it's contagious. It's it just goes all the way. It's like wildfire sometimes. 
So as we see here, what is the problem with fear in a military setting? Those are the two things. Paralyzes you and it's contagious. But remember how God used Gideon even when he was fearful. But God cannot use us when our fears cause us to take opportunity to run away from conflict. Listen, you don't have to run. Never give up. Problems is not so much fear by doubting the power of the Lord to give them victory. Let me just say, the results of trimming the troops, he was down to 10,000. And he still had too many. Gideon was shocked and dismayed when he saw how many turned back at the invitation and fled the camp and they returned back. Baby, they went home. People leave you standing in the dust. You be looking for them and they know where to be found. Yes, that's people that they don't have your, they, because when you're called to leadership, everybody is not gonna come to your aid. Too often people think of, um, is fate, is it really only a warm and fuzzy feeling about faith or perhaps just faith in faith? Everybody should have one and use it regularly, but isn't it safe to use somebody else's? Can you use somebody else's faith? There's people who can, they can, they have a good talk and they'll talk you through anything. They have people that talk people off of buildings. They talk them off of the bridges all the time. They start talking about how much, you know, listen, I was out there. I was doing this, the same thing. This is your, uh, as they say, the come to Jesus moment for somebody who is ready to, to give up. They said, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. Just like the 22,000, I'm going home. I don't care about no fight. And, and besides, I, don't, I'm, I'm, I just don't have it in me. If you think you don't have it in you, that's when God can use you. If you can explain it. The second cut, eliminating to, uh, the distracted, 9,700. Let's focus on the task. Let's, let us think about this. Now, he went from 22,000. Now he's down to 9,700. 9,700 is gone because he still had too many. You cannot be too small for God to use, but you can be too big. If you want the credit for what God is doing, God will not use you. He says he that he says that he alone is Lord and there is no one other than him. So that's it. So now we go. He gives them a test because Gideon, like many of us, is looking at God saying, how am I going to be able to get these, this, this last little group? And I'm almost there. Look for focus. Now it's time he tells them. He called these people kneeling lappers, like dogs, versus two mouth lappers 
who only crouch down instead of kneeling. We get those two things confused. Some people do uh, different things. I don't know if, uh, if when you were a child, we used to uh, get really thirsty and and when we wanted water, we would go and drink. We see somebody's water hose and we would go and just turn their water hose on. We didn't ask them, but we were thirsty. We saw a water hose and we went and got us a drink of water. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? But anyway, this is what the Lord says to Gideon. Bring them down to the water and I will test them for you. He's going to test. This is God. Therefore, it shall be that he of whom I say to you, this one shall go with you. He shall go with you, but everyone of whom I say to you, this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water and the Lord said to Gideon, you shall separate everyone who laps the water with his tongue as a dog and as well as everyone who kneels and drinks. In other words, what you need to do, the saints of God, he told me to let you know, some of you all have to get desperate enough that you get down on your face and you take and you curve your, the palm of your hand and you need to begin to cup the water or either just put your whole face down on the water and begin to lap like a dog. That is the sign of a great leader. That is a sign of a person who won't walk in fear. Listen, mighty men of God that serve in our armies, even as the war is being fought right now today, those people, do you think they had time to go and, and, and uh, look, I got to go get my hair cut. I got to go give me some nails and some eyelashes. I got to go and do all these things. When you are in a fight and it is a battle, and the Lord calls you out, be willing to go and be willing to serve with diligence, being sober, sober-minded, with your eyes set like a flint. That's what God is looking for. And that is my uh, giving of leadership. I thank you for your time. Thank you for allowing me those extra minutes at this time I'm going to say that is as far as we go, but know that God is still with you. I uh, Someone has came off of mute. If you would uh, check your phone, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let me just ask you a few questions. Who is ready for warfare? in the army of the Lord. What is your greatest fear? Defeat or is it victory? When will you be ready to serve? And where will you allow God to take you? Why? Why not? That is the questions that I'm asking you. Please. I am saying to you, don't work in fear. Work in victory as this line is declared victory. Pastor Dion has set us up for the greatest, I mean, success in our lives. Many of you 
who are still in the potters on the potter's wheel, but God is shaping you and molding you. And at this time, I want to say, God bless you. Amen. And let's fight. Let's go. Let's get in there and work while it is day. As we go out, they will see the light shining on us. They'll know a good leader because a leader who leads has also been led by someone else. So God bless you. And we lead from up the point of uh, the perspective from God's eyesight, his wisdom, and serve with love. God bless you all. As I prepare, okay, as I prepare uh, to go into our segment, if you did not get an opportunity to uh, speak on this morning uh, as you were coming on the call to say hello, this is a great time, but we do have an order. And if you, this is your first time and you're a first time visitor or a guest of someone who invited you, you may say good morning and happy Thursday. God bless you. Okay. Our next uh, group is to our uh, wonderful uh, brothers that are on the line, the men of valor. If you are on this morning, you may uh, take this time and say good morning to everyone, please. Good morning, Love your presence, mother. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your motherly style. Um, Thank you for your ability to bring the presence of God in the room. Thank you. God bless. Amen. Thank you, humble Al. I really appreciate that. Um, is there any? Is there another man there present? I know that there that you're on. So go ahead. Um, what we'll do, we'll continue to greet. Go ahead. I hear you. Good morning. God morning. This is Jeff G. Hadn't been on in a minute, hey. but I uh, just want to say. Uh, Great declaration. I'm in the process of moving, so I'm kind of out of breath right now. Um, I want to call in. Guys, just call in to give a praise report. I'm pretty sure y'all hear uh, stories here and there, but I wanted to give it from the horse's mouth that um, the last few times that I've been on, we're in a process. We're actually talking about building a house. But by the grace of God, I'm in the process of moving right now from the apartment I was in into the house I had built. Um, that, so I'm kind of doing most of the heavy lifting by myself, but still, by God giving strength, it's getting done, and I just want to give God the glory for it, and then every, those of y'all that been praying and praising God with me along the journey, I just want to say thank you. I'm asking for continuing prayers, because now it's time to turn the house into a home, um, so I just want to as for prayers that Amen, uh, brother Jeff. don't it, it, the the blessing does not become over the blesser. So Amen. I'm still fighting Amen. the war on that. So okay. I just want to say thank you well, again. Listen. Thank you for our great declaration. And awesome. I'm get back to it. <laughs> thank you, dear. Well, I just uh -huh. want to say from the uh staff of Declare Victory 
and from all of that are on this morning, congratulations on your new home. And as you enter in, let the Lord lead you. Be the head of your house. God bless you. And may the Lord keep you on this morning. Thank you, Brother Jeff. Absolutely, and thank you. Mm, Amen. That's awesome. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yo, yo. (laughs) Hey, my brother, how are you? Good morning, my sister. Uh, Wonderful decoration um, to my brother, Jeff G. Uh, Glad to hear your sound, man. It, It has been a while. Um, know that you know we celebrate you entering into your uh, new home. This is if I was back on the East Coast, man, anywhere near you, back in Georgia. I, I think you're from Georgia. I'm not sure. In uh, North I, Carolina. I, 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 North Carolina. Okay, yeah. but if if I was in North Carolina, I would I would be right by your side, man. You know what I'm saying? Breaking a sweat, moving in there, but. Just gnawing in with spirit, man, and uh, the blessing. That, 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 that by itself means a lot. That means a lot because I got Amen. people close to me that I've offered big money to to come help. I call them up. Well, I can't do it nothing right now. I do it later. And I understand they got things to do, but just the mere fact that somebody's got the spirit of wanting to help that means a lot. Amen, my brother. Well, the fact God that... bless you, man. Amen. Bless you for your Amen. Thank you, thank you, brother. I, I love it that uh, you two could, uh, you know, encourage one another because each and every one of us then had that path, having to move, but to move in something that you had built, I believe that makes it all great. That's, um, that's what God will do. If you are faithful to him, he'll be faithful to you. God bless you on this morning. Listen, God uses diligent peoples. Is there anyone else you did not get a chance to say hello? I am opening the line up to everyone at this time, so that way. Good you morning, can, uh, pretty picture. Good, good morning. morning. Thank you for your hey, my sister. Good morning. Thank you, Dehart. Man, is there anyone else? Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone. A call. Happy Thursday. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 yes, no unity of the body without authority. There can be no unity. Good morning. Is there anyone else before we go into the next segment? Good morning, Juanita. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Amazing. I mean, just. I guess what I finally, after uh, almost seventy years, <laughs> have gotten the butterflies out of my belly for talking or even speaking and on God's behalf. Thank God, no longer paralyzed uh, uh, with fear. I'm good. God bless you. Is there Amen. anyone else? Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How we bless your name on this morning. How we bless your name on this morning. Is there anyone else you didn't get to say hello and you want to uh, speak? You can at this time. 
And then what we'll do is we'll just push right on over to, um, oh, excuse me. We'll just continue to uh, the call. I'm sorry, love, life, and victory. Is there anyone else? Good morning, Sister Geraldine. It's uh, persistent. Um, hey, persistent. You just flowed, hey, you just flowed this morning. So I do hear oh, that there's no fear in your sound or no hesitancy or whatever it is that you just said. I heard it and it was. Oh, praise you know, God. Praise God. I heard you yesterday. I was like, wow, persistence has came to the plate. You are doing wonderful. I love it. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. Great step. God. And uh, in this place, the development of leadership, you've had it. Sorry. Go ahead. That's, I was going to say God is good. That's all I can say. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, it's nothing like uh, being molded in a place where you uh, at one time, uh, they call it friendly fire. You have some friendly fire, but God was able to put the fire out. And I, I hear your peace. That is such a blessing. And staying on this line, it caused you to not go into dormancy. It caused you to press forward and press towards the mark of the higher calling in which God had called you to. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Is there anyone else you want to say Good hello? Good morning. Hey, Good sweetie. Good morning. Good hey, morning. I know up? something about God's grace. Thank you for Girl. your share this morning. You blessed me because when you talked about fear, right, and then mm-hmm. being blessed to be a part of a teaching ministry that has so many amazing classes. And I remember when I signed up for spiritual warfare with old Pastor Brown, you know, he don't play. Uh, Okay. There there were like 52 people, 55. It was like so many people that signed up, right? But fear set in. The first week of class, by the time we graduated, I think it was 20 of us left because of the fear. (laughs) People were getting attacked. You know what I'm saying? And so when when you were saying it, I was like, yeah, fear will paralyze you from really even learning the things of God because that class, you know how them classes get deep. Um, but I thank you for just mm-hmm. <laughs> reminding me of that. I had to chuckle because I also think about the leadership because you have like teachers like Pastor Nutt. He, he'll pass you. If you show up, I'm just being honest. If you show up, because that's what he did with my mama, but unlike some of the other teachers, no, you're going you to get a – Look, you're going to get an F for not studying the Word of God. So the leadership is important, but I really want to thank you for reminding us about how fear will paralyze us if we're not careful. So we got we to gotta really not let fear, and, 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 and like um, Priscilla said, too, in her sound, and even with you, yeah, that confidence, man, there's nothing like it. And, yeah, look, look. I wish I, you guys could see these babies looking at me through the window like, get back in here, Miss Coco. But I love you, and thank God for you being in my life. I love you this life. Thank you, sir. Coco, I'm so proud of you as well. You know, I hear, uh, you know, you are always, you are such an encourager on um, Declare, Vic- in Declare Victory. And there's many others that uh, encourage the the uh, declarers because, listen, some of us, we get a notice, and you have to go. You don't have time. Look. 
Baby, you better have your little knapsack, your Bibles, and all your tools that you need and start diving in. You just need to dive in. Don't do it in fear. Do it in confidence. The confidence that you have been given, the right that has been bursted down inside of you. Listen, God is no Rudy Pooh, saints of God. He is not. He ain't going to send you out with your back out. He is your rear guard. Amen. God bless you. Is there anyone at this time, the line is open. You can ask questions. If if something, if there was a aha moment or a something that caused you, listen, even Gideon had, um, he said that they call it Yolak. Yolak is what, uh, what the uh, dogs do when they actually are licking water. They're yolacking. Some of us is shellacking. Some of us is lacking in walking in leadership. They have ran from the responsibility. Maybe you were one of the ones of those 22,000 that took off. When they said you go into war, just like those guys that are fighting this war that we are in right now over there in Palestine and Jerusalem, Listen, they didn't have no time to talk about, well, honey, I'm not going because we have, look, I still have my bucket list. You in the army now. It's time for you to pack up. Roll out. <laughs> Is there anybody on this line and you haven't left? You still here. God bless you. <laughs> Is Hi, good morning. <laughs> good morning. My name is Lenore, and uh, I want to thank you for sharing the declaration this morning. It's really amazing. Um, When we were given the opportunity to um, pray and just thank God, um, a few things that I prayed for was courage. I thank God for courage. Um, And it was also something about fear and him helping to make decisions. Boldness, boldness, courage, boldness. And then to um, hear your declaration. I mean, there's so many ways that you could have spoken on leadership, but to zoom in on how fear impacts us as a leader was just amazing. So when you, at the very beginning, mentioned courage, it just grabbed my attention. Um, My baby left. So I want to thank you for uh, the time that you spent in studying and uh, thank you for your poor. God bless you, woman of God. Oh, I listen, listen, we cannot pour from an empty cup. If that makes any sense to anyone on this morning, you can't pour anything from an empty cup. There has to be something inside of your cup. I want you all to pray this morning. Fill me up, Lord. I be lifted up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Here's my cup. Fill it up and let it flow. You need to let your cup flow. Listen, leaders have to be willing to choose others to lead and trust them in the process. If you did not get that, that's a good place. Who is ready for warfare? 
Listen, in choosing, I will take every last one of you off. I declare victory. This is such a great call. There's people here. I mean, there's, we have, I call them heavy hitters. We call, I call them, uh, as they say, these are the um, major prophets. We have the minors. And the major prophets and the minor prophets are not people. They just major like in that way. No, 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 no. That's not it. See, in studying, that's when you become major. Because God will not, he's not dealing with the minors. He do and he don't. He don't want us to waddle in our sorrows. Sour, sorrows. People have said things. I had a woman yesterday. I went to the hospital to see uh, a young lady. And many of us know her, but not to mention any name for the sake of uh, the protection of a person's identity. But listen, when another person comes in and they begin to say, you know, I haven't been going because I don't feel the love. I haven't been there because something someone did or something someone said or something someone didn't do in the capacity of leadership. This is where I was all, I got all like misconglomerated. I was kind of tore up at that point because many of us in leadership, and I say us because I believe that God called me into leadership. And remember, many are called and few are chosen. God is looking for your precise, strategic training. You cannot lead if you don't have no time in the book. I know people who have jumped into ministry and never, they never knew nothing about the word. They just went in there. They went naked. Is there someone in this room on this morning, you're working in the blind of ministry and ready to walk out? Come on, let's talk about it on today. Go ahead. We just about off the line because I know you all are, are uh, get off quickly. <laughs> Amen. If you're there and you know that you are working in some fearful place as you are leading, let's talk about it to help you, to motivate you to your fullest potential that God has for you. Good morning again. This is Jeff G again. Um, I'm going yes. to make this real brief. As I said before, I, I um, had gotten out of the call because I had been working three jobs and I really didn't have the time to listen, man. That's no excuse because I know we recorded. I could have been listening to recordings, but I like to actually be interactive. That being said, our church has what we call cell groups. So in different areas, if most, a lot of people can't come to church or don't want to come to church, we have cell group prayer, uh, prayer groups. I am the head over my area. I'm the head over uh, our prayer group. So as being a leader with that, I, um, I allow jobs to get in the way of study time. 
So my request again, um, my prayer request is that y'all pray and ask God to strengthen me spiritually as to where I don't allow these gifts to get in the way of the gifter. Um, that okay. my mind stays not clear, but focused on Him and not focused on what He what He is doing or what I need Him to do, and I focus on Amen. Him, the, the person. Yeah, it's, Amen. It's not so Let much me just, fear um, with me, but it's more of allowing things to get in the way. Okay, I'm let done. me just say this, um, Brother Jeff. In uh, number 16, 31 to 33, I believe that um, I, I use Sister Didi because Sister Didi was in this class with me. But there was a story, and the story is about Cora. And uh, Cora is found in uh, number 16 verses 31 to 33. Korah led a revolt against Moses. He died along with all of his conspirators and co-conspirators. When God caused the earth to open her mouth and he swallowed him and his all of the people, the sons of Korah were entrusted with the care of the place where God's presence dwelt with uh, ancient Israel by guarding the tent of meeting. Not only did they guard the tent of meeting, they were so skilled warriors, they were uh, in King David's army. When God called you to a position, it is many of us that will take jobs that take us away from doing the work that he called us to do, just go back to the work that he called you to do as you are working and get strategic in your uh, your call that he has. Brother Jeff, you're not kicked out. You're just, you stepped aside, but you can get back on. And God is willing. You don't want him to, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, not doing what you called and and then all this other stuff starts happening. Catch it while you can and get back on board. I'll be praying for you. Amen. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate that and receive it. Amen. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to fall into a, a position that God give you a position and we walk off of that position or become disobedient in the position and end up getting swallowed up it causes your family your children and all of them might get just swallowed right on in that big old hole that you're in because you you know we can't go chasing after the dollar or chasing after money be sure to allow your uh place where god has called you to never walk away from your position if you can god bless you and i will be praying is there anyone else on this morning you got something out of the lesson that there's things that we do sometimes to even forfeit benefits that God has for us. There's a benefit clause. In our uh, coming to him, there's some things that we can literally lose out on and it's in the clause. So we have to read every line. We have to have line upon line and precept upon precept. Is there any morning here today? 
Good, Good morning, morning. Dear this is Thorning, Sonia. Thank you for this. Um, Hi, you and Dion are right in the vein. Um, and Dion came with it with Gideon and I marinated on the scripture she um, she gave yesterday and then you, you went and you read them. Um, mm. And looking at that um, while I was at work and even in my sleep and then you, you just hit on it about Gideon. Gideon wanted everybody to come with him. And God told mm-hmm. him, everybody can't come with you. And then he diminished the size of who could go with him. And that was my problem. And I'm learning it within this year. Everybody can't go with where he wants me to go and what he wants me to do. And right now, and, and right now at this point on November 2nd, I'm so good with it. And I'm like, you can't go with me. You got to do what you got to do. Because what I'm going to do, you can't do. I love you. And that's what I told him. I love you. And I'm praying for you and with you. But what he has for me is for me. Everybody can't walk in this vein. Everybody can't get on this autobahn that he's got me on. And I'm okay with it Man. now. Um, and like you said, that, that, that fear factor. That fear factor, I'm good. It's burnt up. Because the tread he put on my burnt shoes, up. the soles of my feet are his. So it, it, this is so on point. It's, 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 it's invigorated me, put it that way. Um, that Man. I'm going to continue to walk this out because he goes walk before out, me baby. and he's behind me. So I thank you for it because it's, it's, it's good. It's like me. It's, it's refreshing this morning. Um, knowing yeah. that, and I think about when Gideon bowed down to drink that, they all went to that, that water Ooh, and how they laughed it up. Baby. How, who, baby, how they drank that water and who drank the water. That's who you need okay. to watch for around you. How and who that drinks one. the water? That's the most important thing. Who's going to walk and travail with you in the cut and how Jesus went in the cuts and for the cut. Because he goes in your mm-hmm. cut and relieves the cuts. So that's how he's sending us in the cuts and how we, we do it in the cuts. So that's what he's doing for us right now. So realizing now everybody you can go with you. Everybody can't hold up your arms for you, and you can't hold up everybody's arms either. So what you put your hands to, be mindful. And that's my thing. I'm talking to myself, too. Even what I, where I walk. So everybody, you know, they may be your friend, whomever, but they cannot walk in the vein God got for you unless he say so. If they ain't got God's permission, they didn't walk, you didn't walk past the stop sign and you wasn't supposed to go. Oh, let me go look, on. Now, look, you know what? I'm going to take, a, I got a shoe over here. Baby, I'm about to throw it all the way to your house or wherever you at. Listen, listen what Gideon's first response to God was. Sonia, you just, you laid it out. You didn't kick it in. Gideon's first response to God was, but where have you been and why have you let this happen? He doubted that God would really go with him or help him out of his suffering. From Gideon's response, we can see that he had some unresolved feelings that were making him doubt the power of God and God's care. Abandonment, discouragement, pain, fear, anger, bitterness, baby, is all in there. Abandonment, he felt like God had left him there alone to suffer. 
he was this there was discouragement he had been looking for a miracle only to be disappointed again and again by the attacks of the Midianites. And from Jude 6 and 1, it tells us that the Midianites were especially cruel. You know, you got some cruel people in this time. They some cold, cold. Listen, I am, I'm, I'm so good right now. I want to stay on a solo mission as long as I can. Because I know eventually I got to come out. You can't stay locked up in like um, see Gideon was in the wine press. He was down there because he didn't want the Midianites to find him. So in Jude, Jude six, uh, uh, Judges six and one, one tell it tells us that Midianites were especially cruel. They stole food and animals from the Israelites so that the Israelites were reduced to starvation. Gideon and his people would have known physical and emotional pain. You know a physical and emotional pain. When you, listen, if somebody pinch you, you feel it. Listen, we cannot walk around, imagine in fear. Imagine the stress of knowing you could be attacked at any moment and all your livelihood stolen. That's a lot of stress to carry around all the time. There's people that do that all day, especially those who doing things they ain't got no business doing. But that's they that but God word. You said wine press because he's pressing Good. it out of us all of that because if he did, if, if it that. stays in us, it's it's poison. It's rotten yes. to our bones. And what what effect is it going to do if we don't put it out there to go and put the footprint that he put in us? We have to walk that footprint out for others. It's not for Listen. us to carry. It's for us to release it. That's why we're vessels that he created in the earth. And if the earth don't speak, uh-uh, it's not we're good. It shakes, and, it shakes and trembles. That's why we have earthquakes. That's why you That's feel it. them. Okay, let it's me start vomiting. You baby, yes. listen, you release. There's cracks in the earth. It has to be There's released. cracks. That's why we're cracked. If we don't have cracks we in us, how are we going to be released? How Listen, is he going to uh, okay, I'm over here me. about to jump off of this bed over here and run out down the street. Listen, I, the Holy Spirit gave me a, uh, a message back in the early 2009, somewhere down in there. This is when I was, you know, starting to, you know, to understand the word. But he talked about the cracked heads. A person got upset because they thought I was talking about crackheads. <laughs> I said, not the ones that be out there looking for crumbs on the street. I'm talking about some thieves that's in the pool pit, some crackheads. Their head is cracked. There is some people that head is cracked in ministry. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't normally talk about leadership like this, but today is a good day because we need to let the leaders, the real leaders, please show up. Please show up. It is time for you to come out, come out wherever you are. When we let these emotions go unchecked, we will question, doubt, and argue with God. You'll be doing the same thing. Gideon couldn't move forward in faith with a heart full of doubt and won't be able to, you won't be able to do it either. Settling, getting back, or getting stuck, not taking action, or getting paralyzed by fear, are signs that we have unresolved doubts 
and emotional, our emotions towards God. These could be doubts about whether he is powerful enough to help you. Come on. There's people right now will tell you in a minute, oh, I don't believe in that God stuff. Did I hear somebody on here say this line was a cult yesterday? Baby, I, I, I'm telling you, I, 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 I put on my track shoes then because I said, God, I need you to pour this word on today because we're going to put that lying devil to, a, to naught today in here because there is no cult in this room. When the word of God, it comes the way it do, it comes to free you and set you free. We do not need no mimes running around here. I don't need you to be walking around uh, drone in a drone syndrome. No, you need to get busy. Leaders making leaders. That's what we're uh, producing here. You cannot be a leader if you're not a follower. You can do it. Is there anyone else? And you're dealing with doubts about yourself. Come on with it. Because God is not going to deal with us in a little medium way. He's going to deal with an iron fish, you guys. We are here. Once you start into ministry or into any leadership position, whether it be on your job, you need to do it 1,000%. Many of us work because we got a salary at the end of that work. And many of us work and don't have a salary, and we still work the same amount of hours a week as you do, and you get paid. Come on now. I'm like um, Minister Phil. <laughs> Shaking devils and praying the, the demons out that you didn't went and drank yourself to, into oblivious. Come now, as the old folks say, loose here. Not in this room. There's no cultism here. Oh yeah, I went back, uh, Sonia. I had to go back yesterday, and 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 I I looked. I was all in cultism and all that other stuff. I said these people is off the chain. Anytime you're doing anything for uh, God, here comes some doubting. Somebody got some uh, side show coming in. Give me a break. Not here. These people I know is solid and have remained standing and still standing and getting stronger and there's other connections connecting to the connection of this connection amen is there anybody in the room that want to just say amen <laughs> y'all know church mother over here the redeem say so amen hey glory be to god because i'm telling you if i had some music up in here i would be dancing because this is the time and this is the season, saints of God. We don't have time to waste. And you out in the marshland. What you doing out there? Oh, I'm 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 finding mushrooms. Get off the mushrooms. Okay. I know I just stepped on somebody's toe in here today, but if you taking mushrooms, get off of them. Because that's what the 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 uh pilot told him last week that he had had some mushrooms. And that's why he tried to uh, take the plane down. Okay, I'm just saying, <laughs> baby, I was done. I said, okay, Jesus, take the plane. <laughs> oh, Lord. The excuses that we make, my God, when we know we are so out of pocket. 
you know when you fall in sin. Come on. Mm. I'm just saying, y'all. Uh, you y'all ready to get off the line? Because if so, we can go. I'm I'm look. I didn't uh, close my Bibles and everything because I believe that God got the word through. And in order to become a leader, you this is room here. You're in the right room. Leaders making leaders. Pattering. If you need somebody to gauge from, you got our sister. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, sissy. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> thank God for being alive just to tell him thank you one more time. Amen. Are you on, um, on your cell phone? No, ma'am. I'm on my house phone. Can you hear me? Okay. Are you on a, a yeah, because it's actually uh, reverbing back. We're getting a, a feedback. Oh, I just wanted to tell you that I enjoyed you this morning. Can you hear me? Amen. Oh, yes. Yes, I can now. Thank you. I enjoyed you this morning. And what the song came to me was, where he leads me, I will follow. And if my bishop or pastor is not leading me in the right direction, I'm not going. You have to have the spirit of discernment to know a leader and to know, try the spirit by the spirit, and to know that you have a leader that is following Christ and the attributes. You know, you will know if you have the spirit of discernment who is leading you and where can you lead what you don't know and how can you follow. You know, what that saying is where you can't go, what you don't know. How can you lead what you don't know? I think that's how you go, how you can follow where you can, where you don't go. Something like that. You know what I'm trying to say. But I just thank God for the word of God on this morning because it, it's imperative that we know who God is today and who we are following. You know, there's many false prophets out there, but we have to know, have the spirit of discernment to know what we are doing and, you know, how we need to do it. We know what we're doing. We just don't want to do it. Amen. So I enjoyed you this morning. Love you. Amen. And let's just do it. Amen. Let us just do it. We have people, we have lives that we are responsible for. Would you send your child out all alone? Like, it, and there's parents, I've, I've, I'm seeing this on a, on a continual basis. We have some basic home training that needs to happen in the home. Charity begins at home and is spread it abroad. Amen. Is there anyone else before we uh, release the line? Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Hey. So this is Christina. I just wanted to talk about uh, one of the names of God that I had a I have a tendency to like to use, and I've always wanted to experience. Um, but then I started to wonder where the name came from, what was the origin of the story in um, the Old Testament, and that was the name Jehovah Shalom. And because um, I always say, God, I want you to be my peace. I want you to be peace in my circumstances. And I realized in the story of Gideon, he, he was not only afraid, but he didn't feel like he was even worth being the leader of those that would take over the media, like as you discussed, but God allowed him to experience him in such a supernatural way 
where he built an altar and said, the Lord is my peace, Yahweh Shalom. And it was after that moment that he tore down the altar of um, Baal and Asherah. So um, when we experience God, when we experience the peace of God, then we'll have the courage to dismantle the evil also here. Good morning, my dear. We lost her. Okay. Um, whoever's on, uh, have their speakerphone on. Tony, I'm sorry to call you up, but I think it's you. Can you please place your phone on mute? That makes that makes yes. Sense. Thank you so much. Okay. Some someone is still uh, has speakerphone on it. So if you're not speaking, if you could just mute mute to protect the feedback. All right, Mother Jerry. Thank you. Did you yes, get a yes. chance to hear Christina, or do you want have any um, feedback for her? Actually, there is still feedback. Let's see. Okay. That sounds a lot better. A lot better. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you, absolutely. Uh, Christina uh, was kind of a little um, distorted, so possibly she was on a, on a uh, on speakerphone as well. Christina, do you want to go no, again? No, I wasn't. I was on my AirPod, but I think it's just... An echo from somewhere. somewhere. I don't know where. I'm not on the computer, so I apologize, you all. Um, so my my my. Uh, in order to know that the leader is you have to be able to study and understand what where where he or she is leading you to. So um, that's just my thing. If we don't study to show ourselves a how are we going to know what the leader is? If we're not willing not to um, go, but also search out what the leader is. Right. Um, well, you know, these calls, we get, we get a lot of uh, different type of um, background uh, situations. So what we do is we try to walk as close as we can to the word. And then um, as we are giving the scriptures, that's why I asked uh, right before uh, speaking, get a, a pencil and a piece of paper. Write it down because remember... Black and white remembers when our minds forget. 
I have to write a lot of things down. And um, I really thank God for this word. I do thank you all for trusting me to walk and teach uh, in these capacities because we do need uh, teachers that will study. And I am a person. I'm an avid uh, Bible studier. I'm going to do it because we cannot teach effectively if we don't study. That's why, uh, you know, in Second Timothy, it said, uh, 2.15, it says, study to show yourselves approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. We have to be able to divide the word because it is and it can be difficult. So if it's anything that you don't understand, you can always put it in the Declare uh, Victory Room. Someone will respond to you. If you have a problem and you know that you need assistance, please not try to fight that alone. There is people that are uh, available and they are willing to take time out with you. At this time, uh, we are at that hour. I think we have about four more minutes before the hour and we will call the, uh, the caller. If there's anyone that you need an immediate prayer request and this is to agree with you. To agree Mother with Jerry, you. thank you for Amen. thank you for finishing the scripture I was driving, but thank you um, for Second yes. Timothy two fifteen. Mm -hmm. Timothy two fifteen. We got to study, and um, that is so. You see, uh, sister, how the Holy Spirit. Once we come on one accord with each other. Another person will be speaking. They may get cut off, but that word is not going to get cut off. He will give it to the, the next person what, me, what you were trying to say. Am I correct? Because you said that was what you were trying to say. I didn't know that. But we need to know how to study and studying effective. It takes time and it takes a lot of patience. Getting just to get the, a name of some of the um the uh, tribes of Judah, just the, as you go down into numbers, as you're reading in the books, the various books, start at the beginning of your uh, Bible. Even if you cannot understand what you're reading, get you a Webster dictionary and put it on your phone. That will help you. And get the little speaker. There's a little speaker there. It will actually tell you how the word should be pronounced. I'm really trying to take time, slow down in teaching so that way you can get it and allow us to make mistakes because we do. And if we say something wrong, you know, again, send it in the de Declare Victory Room. I, I think it should have been X, Y, and Z. We can uh, talk about it at another time. So, um, Rochelle, is there anything besides I'll walk it out tonight? Uh, that we need to announce? Uh, no, that's it. At 6 p.m. Okay. Uh, same number. 6 PM. Same number with uh, our uh, very, now you, you're talking about a teacher. Sister Lisa Porter is not only a teacher, but she's a person that deals with the mind helping you. She's a great person to talk it out and walk it out with. We have some great people here. Don't miss it, y'all. 
It's all here. It's all in the action. I really love you all. And what we're going to do at this time, we're going to go on and uh, we're going to pray our way through. Is there anyone that you have uh, something that uh, you need to uh, bring to our attention? You may do so at this time. We only have a few minutes. All right. Well, let us go uh, to the throne room of grace as we are uh, exiting from our lesson. We're closing out the room, not closing out uh, the presence of God. We always stay in the presence of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you on today. We do glorify you on today. Thank you for the word that went forth. I thank you that this month of leadership and development, we have to develop people. We take them from infantry to adulthood, not infantry to, um, and just drop them off and praying that you will give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding for those that are yet in line for this, uh, for these, this dynamic theme. If we're coming to a close of the year. We have people that are on the line today that are hurting. Some of them are wounded. Some of them have been abandoned. We have people that have, don't really have the parenting skills, but yet had early, uh, had children early in life. And Father, they feel some kind of way. But on today, I'm asking for forgiveness. Father, forgive us for sins that we've committed knowing and unknowingly. Have your way in our lives. If there's anyone that is sick amongst, you have a, a, a sickness in your body. We pray and we speak to that body and we tell it to line up. It is in submission to the Holy Spirit. And let this mind be in Christ Jesus. And today, as we prepare our way out the door, we thank you and we praise you. We glorify you. So as the next speaker is coming in and as the floor is being laced, everyone that is coming behind, they will all just connect this word and our theme, leadership development. God bless you all, and thank you for having me on today. Amen. You are dismissed. The doors is open, and it's time to go. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Have a beautiful Goodbye, day. Have a, have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Have a great have day, everyone. I'm, I'm shaking hands today. God bless. <laughs> as you're going out the door. Amen. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you, Mother. Have a blessed day. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, you. darling. I love you. Bye-bye. Uh -huh, love you more. Thank you. Bye.